Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, September 1st. I'm Mark Dent, here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla and Sarah Friedman, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Happy Labor Day weekend, everybody, and unhappy resumption of Student Loans Day. After a 42-month freeze, they're going to start resuming interest. What will be the effects of that on the economy? We're going to discuss all of that, but first, let's talk about everything else happening in the world of business and tech. Starting off, the unlikely couple of the year award goes to Google Assistant and Amazon's Alexa, who just moved in together. The voice-activated duo is going to be shacking up together in JBL's retro-style smart speakers, a first for any speaker brand. In case you're wondering exactly what this means, well, now you can tell Google to turn something on and then Alexa to turn it off. Moving on, Dollar General corporate stock tumbled around 12% yesterday after the retailer slashed its sales and profit forecast for the second straight quarter. The company cited rising labor costs, weakened spending, and theft. Dollar General has also been losing ground to Walmart and Dollar Tree, which have seen sales gains of around 6% in recent months compared to a 0.1% loss for Dollar General. Some potential good news for workers. A U.S. Labor Department proposal would bump the salary at which workers are automatically eligible for overtime from around $35,000 to around $55,000. This change could affect an estimated 3.6 million people. All right, let's move on to the moon. India's mission to the moon's South Pole found traces of sulfur, suggesting the presence of water ice, which could be used for drinking water or fuel if humans were to build a lunar base. I assume that Elon Musk is paying close attention. Back here on Earth, Gannett, America's largest newspaper, is going to suspend its test of AI-written high school football game recaps because the articles were really, really bad. (laughs) Did you guys see what they looked like? No, but now I want to know. Yes. Okay, tell me. They're hilarious. And honestly, it kind of sounds like what I would sound like trying to cover sports. I think one of the quotes was a close encounter of the athletic kind, (laughs) which it just was all gold. I kind of think they should keep going because I would read it. (laughs) Yeah, they had the score twice, 21 to 12 in consecutive paragraphs to just start the story off. I've actually also seen some, I think, parodies of what the AI articles have looked like. So I can't tell the difference sometimes. That's how bad that it is. It makes me wonder, we've been talking a lot about AI, but there's also like this theory about AI that I've been reading, which is what if it just is always going to be bad? Yeah. I mean, I could see that actually. I could see AI never actually getting that much better than it is now. I don't know if you guys talked about this on the pod the other day, but I was reading a lot about model collapse, which is like the more AI learns from itself, the worse it gets and how like there's just so much rampant AI on the internet that it's it's just kind of, there's a large potential for it to just cannibalize itself. Yeah, the AI can learn from like the really bad AI already. Mm -hmm. All right, finally, grocery chain Trader Joe's issued yet another food recall. It's sixth since July. So far, the recalls have been over issues like 
metal in its crackers, rocks in its cookies, and insects in its soup. Okay, let's move on to our top story now. Student loan repayments are back and also really confusing. It's been 42 months since roughly March 2020, like at the real kind of outset of the pandemic here in the U.S., that loans have been frozen. That means nobody has really accrued any interest during this period. People haven't had to pay them if they don't want to. So it's been a good time for young consumers in the economy. But now it's ending and it could lead to some complications. Right, Sarah? Yes, I would say complications both for borrowers and the economy at large. So what are we talking about here? How much total debt is going to now be have to pay it off? Yeah, so this affects 44 million borrowers and they owe an average each of $37,000. And combined, this was saving borrowers $5 billion a month. So this is a really big deal. We're not talking about pocket change here. No, no, not at all. And I was just kind of perusing a lot of the sort of personal stories about people who are going to have to start paying these loans. I mean, you can just see the differences that it's going to make. I I was reading one story that's particularly drastic of a couple living in the Midwest that they're going to sell their house Mm -hmm. because now they don't want to have debt owed on a house. So they're just going to start renting because now they have to resume this debt payment. Yeah, a lot of the issues are coming from the fact that the programs have been frozen for years now. So millions of borrowers have had major life changes since the loans have been frozen. Many of them have graduated from their programs. Some of these loans have been transferred to a new service that borrowers have never heard of and don't know how to interact with. And half of borrowers don't even know how much they'll owe when payments are starting back up. And on top of it all, inflation has changed the cost of living and housing in the past three years. Mm -hmm. So people are coming out of this with, as you said, big bills to pay and loans are coming back. Yeah. One really like interesting little tidbit that you have in your story about this, Sarah, is that there's also just like absurdly long wait times and drop calls when people are trying to just get through to loan representatives now. Yeah, that's a huge part of it. I mean, what could be more frustrating than like begging a company to be able to give them your money? And that's exactly what's going on. There's dropped calls, there's confusion, there's long wait times. And again, some people, their loans have been passed to a completely new company. So they're getting emails from businesses they've never even heard of. Juliet, lots of stuff going on here. What kind of other uncertainties do you see here? Yeah, I guess I'm wondering about the fact that people have been really kind of jerked around by the government saying, oh, we're going to forgive student loans. Wait, someone's going to sue. The court's going to block it. No, we're not. Wait, we're still going to do it. Like, I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty around whether or not people are going to have to pay. And if so, how much and in what context and who gets forgiven and who doesn't. And it's kind of just been a, a big mess. Yeah. Are there any silver linings to this, Sarah? I mean, this is literally about student loans and people having to start paying back thousands of dollars each and a cumulative amount in the billions. Is there anything potentially uh, not horrible here? Yeah, you know what? There is one interesting silver lining, which is Mm -hmm. companies might start offering student loan repayment benefits to attract top talent because this is such a pressing issue that affects so many people. So that could actually give employers a leg up when they want to get the best talent. They can bake that into their benefits package. Okay. So um, 
potentially a benefit. That's really uh, what young student loan borrowers can hope for at this point. Exactly. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. We'll catch you next week. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.